Dates for training camp and maybe a comparable for an Owen Power extension coming up on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're also available on YouTube where you can watch the show. And uh, you can always leave a comment in the comment section on YouTube if you like. Or you can reach out to us on Twitter. I'm there at Sneaky Joe Sports. Or the podcast account is at Locked on Sabres. A bunch to get to on today's show, including dates for training camp, also the red and black schedule in full, as well as a contract signed in the NHL that is the best possible comparison for an Owen Power extension, which I've been telling you I don't think is going to happen, but here uh, maybe it uh, it just might. So we got that coming to you in a little bit here on the show. I do have a comment I wanted to read from a listener on our YouTube channel from our last episode about the Sabres wearing red and black 15 times. We talked about Victor Olofsson, among other things. And Ed chimed in, we are Habs fans, but my family is switching to Buffalo to follow Devin Levi's career. Welcome to the club, Ed. You got here just in time, right before the bandwagon begins. We would love to catch a Sabres and Bills game one weekend. How great would that be? Not a fan of the red and black jerseys. Much prefer the classic blue and gold sweater, but looking forward to Buffalo at Montreal in January. Go Sabres. Thanks for the listen. Look at Devin Levi drawing fans in. Uh, one by one, we got some Montreal men. Getting a fan from Montreal, I'm, I'm doubting Ed's just rel- you know, relinquishing his uh, Habs fandom here but maybe uh but that's a that's a hell of a job by Devin Levi if he indeed is getting that to happen yeah Levi man there is some stuff on Levi from the past couple of days and basically videos of Levi practicing where he's making these diving saves uh I'm imagining he's practicing in Quebec I think I saw him um taking shots from guys from the the Laval Rocket who are the AHL team that play in Quebec but Levi making some diving saves all over the place, highlight reel saves that are posting on social media. And also, I can actually uh, pass this along to our uh, YouTube watchers. Um, If you haven't seen this, we do – maybe I can't actually share. No, no, I can. Um, Essentially, we have a look at Devin Levi's mask for the Buffalo Sabres, which I don't really think we had seen in uh, in a while. But this is what it looks like, if I could uh, clear out the uh, out the screen here for you. Uh, Levi's new mask has the blue and gold at the top. It looks like it's got these white buffaloes on the side. I love the, the airbrush paint look. I don't know if that's going to remain the way it looks, if the texture will look that same way. But a really cool-looking mask for Devin Levi um, for the Buffalo Sabres. Again, if you want to check that out and, you, and you're a listener, uh, I've got it up on our, uh, on our YouTube channel. But anyways... To get to some business things, news and notes from the Sabres in the past couple of days, um, we have training camp dates. Preseason is coming very soon. We are six days out from the first practice of the Buffalo Sabres season. It is coming up quick. First practice will be Wednesday, September 13th. 
I'd imagine players will be reporting on the 12th, doing some media interviews, doing physicals, um, check in with the organization first on ice practice Wednesday, the 13th. Next episode, I'll give you the list of players that I'm keeping a close eye on. Uh, Spoiler alert, Zach Benson is going to be one of them. I cannot wait to see Benson, who I think right now is the number one skating prospect in the Sabres organization. How he looks, how close to NHL ready he looks when he's out there practicing with grown men. So six days away from Sabres training camp. Also, we have the Sabres red and black schedule for the 23-24 season. And... It includes a bunch of really interesting games. Um, I do think the most notable, if you're asking me, is the March 30th affair against the uh, against the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think Sabres versus Leafs, one of the few Toronto home games that we get, getting that game in black and red is going to be awesome. The Sabres had this new policy that has been leaked that, Zip codes are going to be needed for the first pre-sale for Sabre tickets as an effort to try to keep some Leaf fans out. You're never going to keep them all out, but maybe instead of 65, 35% Leaf fans, you're going to have closer to 50, 50, or maybe even 60, 40 in favor of Sabre fans, especially if the Sabres are good and that game is later in the year, they are very likely to be in the middle of a playoff race or hell, maybe they're in a division race with Toronto. So that's the number one, but the first game will be, of course, we mentioned this on the last episode with the theme nights, Uh, Back in black and red night, October 21st against the New York Islanders. And then that Halloween Eve game, or uh, uh, October 29th, 1 p.m. against the Colorado Avalanche. That will also be a black and red game. You got a game against Philly, Montreal, uh, Columbus, Boston, Ottawa. I like that you got a bunch of divisional rivals. And another notable that is in black and red. Some of the most notable home games of the season, Sabres wearing black and red, including... Jack Eichel's third return to Buffalo, March 2nd. Sabres hosting the defending Stanley Cup Vegas Golden Knights. The Sabres will be wearing black and red for that game. Can't wait for those games, but Toronto, for me, is the number one game that I'll be looking forward to seeing when they're wearing that jersey. But I'll be looking forward to them all because they're going to score six goals a game as they uh, as they normally do. Time out here. When we come back, a defenseman in the league that there is no closer comparable to than Owen Power signed a long-term extension in the NHL on uh, Wednesday. So we'll get that to you when we come back and then what it means for a power extension. It's the best comparable you're going to get. That coming up, talking Jake Sanderson and Owen Power when we return on the Locked on Sabres podcast. We are presented by Athletic Greens, the best way to start your morning every morning to get all 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals that AG1 provides. For me, it's super easy. I Sometimes I'll make the shake the night before. I'll shake it up together. Or if I'm running late that morning uh, and I haven't made the shake beforehand, I got the little droplets I could put a little in my water or my coffee. If you want to drink the shakes, they taste great. I 100% approve. Um, but if you don't want to, if you don't like the taste, for instance, I, I think you will. I think they taste great. Um, you can put the little drops in your water or coffee and you won't even notice that they are there. AG1 is a micro habit with big benefits, replaces your vit- multivitamin, probiotics, and more in one simple drinkable habit. It's science driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food source nutrients. AG1 is raising the standard for quality in the supplement category. AG1 helps build your health foundation first. 
If a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then try AG1. You get a free one-year supply of vitamin D. And for on-the-go, five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. AG1, check it out. Back here on the Locked On Savers podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day at Sneaky Joe Sports to follow me on Twitter or to chime in on Twitter. Big signing in the NHL. The Ottawa Senators have signed defenseman Jake Sanderson to a one-year why did I just say one year? I have it written down right in front of me. Eight years, $8.05 million deal. A big extension for the 20-year-old defenseman who has only played one year in the NHL. Maybe that's where I got that one from. 77 games played, four goals, 28 assists, 32 points. He was the fifth overall pick in the 2020 draft, and Ottawa has locked him up. This is a player, by the way, which when I did my Team North America uh, exercise the other day for what that under-23 team would look like if they did it today, I forgot about Jake Sanderson because he is one of the good up-and-coming defensemen, the great up-and-coming defensemen in the NHL and someone to be uh, worried about in the Atlantic Division for years to come. Sanderson, there is no closer comparable to Owen Power than this guy. But what did Ottawa just do? A big move by a division rival. He's a pretty good defenseman. This is a move, one, not unlike Ottawa. The Sabres are doing the same thing. These two teams are really sharing blueprints. They are going along the same path. Ottawa's making some fast-forward moves different than the Sabres, right? Like, they're doing that in goal with some veterans that they brought in. They just did it with Jonas Corposalo. They did it last year um, with uh, Cam Talbot. They did with Matt Murray a couple years ago. Like, they're going veteran in that. And they're making some big trades. They brought in Jacob Chikrin. They signed Claude Giroux last offseason. So it's not completely the same. But the core foundation of these two teams is similar. Draft, develop, speed, skill, offense. And when you get a guy that you think is a part of the future, lock him up. Don't waste any time to do it. Ottawa's done that a couple of times with different players. And the most recent example is Jake Sanderson. Left shot defenseman, again, 20 years old. He finished third in the Calder voting. Um, so this past year, it was Matty Beneers number one. Um, actually that's wrong. I don't know why hockey reference has him listed number three. He finished number six. Uh, anyways, Matty Beneers was one power was number three. Sanderson was number six. He did receive 200 votes for, uh, contacts. 1800 votes is what it took for Matty Beneers to win. So he wasn't really all that close with that. Uh, but anyways, this is a good defenseman. Uh, Andy and Rono hockey, which I like to point out their advanced stats on some of these players, they, cause they put the numbers into percentiles, which is always easy to digest. They've got Jake Sanderson as an offensive defenseman, 54 out of hundred in this past year transition game, 86 out of hundred defense, 49 out of hundred for an overall score of a 54. It's good for a young defenseman, a first year, 20 year old rookie defenseman. That's a really strong campaign where he's most, you know, talented carries and entry passes. If you need, that's why he's such a high transition uh, guy. If you need someone to get you into the zone, he is the quarterback to do that for you, whether that's five on five or on the power play. He's also incredible at getting the puck out of his own end. He got an 86 out of 100 uh, score for that. Um, he is 
a guy that faced a lot of tough matchups for Ottawa last year. Once Jacob Chikrin showed up, that started to go down a little bit. But Sanderson was pressed into big duty, kind of like power. He played almost 22 minutes a night, 21.55 for Ottawa last season. I like this defenseman. I think he's a legitimate top pair defenseman in the Atlantic division. You know, there's not many guys I would put between Rasmus Dahlin, Owen Power, and then Jake Sanderson. If I were restarting my franchise today, if you had a Atlantic division super draft, um, maybe we could get that together. It might be a fun exercise. Um, if you were doing that, starting a franchise today, he Am I missing someone? He might be the third defenseman. You could argue he would be the third defenseman behind Rasmus Dahlin and Owen Power. Hedman's a little bit older. I'm just kind of going through this in my mind right now. Ekblad is a little bit older. Uh, maybe Ekblad would be the third guy. Montour is older. I don't know. Morgan Riley. He would. He might be third. I might be missing somebody obvious. So, you know, yell at me. Uh, point out and yell at me on YouTube and Twitter if you want on that. But I like this player a lot. Um, there's more growth to be had here. Uh, he's got a good frame too, six foot three, one ninety five. And Ottawa, it's just a continuation of my thought on the Ottawa Senators that they are a team to be reckoned with. And as much as the Sabers are making strides to compete in the Atlantic Division, Ottawa is right there with them every step of the way. I do think both of these teams have it in them to make the playoffs this year together. They'd have to bounce out two veteran teams, maybe Tampa, maybe Boston. Um, that's not unrealistic to me that both of those teams exit with the Sabres and Senators jumping in. I like Ottawa a lot. I like Jake Sanderson a lot. I like the signing a lot. $8.05 million. If the guy's going to be a top pair defenseman for you the next eight years, that's going to be an incredible contract for the Senators. And again, smart move by them to sign these guys early. Sanderson compared to power. How good a comparison is it? And should I back off my take that I'd be stunned if Owen Power signed into contract before the start of the season? Plus, before we wrap, too, there's a Rasmus Dahlin rumor uh, in terms of the extension. So both of those things coming up here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. We are presented by Bird Dogs. You know, the summer is starting to wind down, but the golf season is not. We have at least a month and a half left of golf season, but summer's basically over. If you live in Buffalo like me, uh, we got a hot week this week, some temperatures in the 90s, but that's going to fade as the week ends here. And then we're going to get back into the 60s and the low 70s at night. It's going to be even dropping into the 50s. And when that happens, I need my bird dogs. If I'm going out at night, if I'm do have a late tea time, um, give me my bird dogs because they're light and they're breathable. So if the sun is still up, then I'm not going to be sweating in them. But once it starts to get a little chilly at night, I'm going to be a lot more comfortable than if I was wearing shorts. And you could wear them for almost anything. I just want to wear them. Like I'm wearing them to a wedding if you want. Like they are stylish. They are comfortable at the same time. Um, I endorse wearing them in all situations, but it's not just golf joggers. Bird dogs, great with shorts as well. Stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better and they are not nearly as expensive. Bird dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Bird dogs are functional any occasion. I mentioned golf on a date, you had an evening uh, work outing, uh, go relax by the pool, workout, 
lunge, uh, lounging, work. I mean, really anything you can use your bird dogs for. So show them off. Uh, go to birddogs.com slash NHL, or you can enter the promo code LockedOnNHL at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash NHL for a free water bottle at checkout. You don't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Final segment here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Jake Sanderson signs an eight-year, $8.05 million contract with the Ottawa Senators. How does this tie into Owen Power? I've been saying repeatedly, I'd be stunned if Owen Power signed an extension with the Buffalo Sabres before the start of the year. I don't see how it benefits him to sign this early when he is a number one overall pick with superstar potential to settle this early. If I were Owen Power, if I were his agent, I would tell him, bet on yourself. Even if it's just for one more year, you have got a lot of time here to figure out an extension with the Sabres and see if you could turn into a player. Like, I think if I were his agent, I'd tell him, you can't, You should be this. I think you can become this. A $10-plus million a year player. Right now, how much more than that 8.05 that Sanderson got would Power think he could get? Well, there's a lot of similarities between the two players that if I were the Sabres, I would be pointing to. Jake Sanderson last year for the Ottawa Senators. 77 games, 4 goals, 28 assists, 32 points. Owen Power with the Sabres last year. 79 games, 4 goals, 31 point assists, 35 points, almost exactly the same numbers. Power actually playing a few more minutes a night. Sanderson playing roughly 22 minutes a night and Power playing roughly 24 minutes a night. Both 20 years old, both top five picks. Sanderson, I mentioned the fifth overall pick in 2020. Power, the first overall pick in 2021. They're both strong right now when it comes to the transition game. Power at Andy and Rono stats. I mentioned Sanderson, 54 for offense, power a lot stronger, 78 for offense out of 100. Transition game, that's where uh, Sanderson thrived, like 86 for Sanderson, 78 for power, not too far off. Defense is where the biggest difference might be right now. Well, as much as power is better than Sanderson overall offensive score, defensive score, he's a lot lower than Sanderson. Sanderson a 49, power a 28. But... All of that together, it's not too far off, but power is better at this point. Uh, 78 overall, or 73 score for power overall from Andy and Rono versus a 54 from Sanderson. Power's a better player, and he was a higher draft pick. So to me, he warrants getting more than Sanderson. I don't know that he would sign for more. Um, maybe the Sabres would try to get him for the same offer as Sanderson because of all the similarities. But if you dive into the underlying numbers, I think Owen Power is a better player right now than Jake Sanderson, and he projects out bet as a better player as well. Swift skater, he's got the size advantage on Sanderson by three inches and uh, a good amount of weight right now. Uh, and everything that Sanderson does well, power projects to do just as well with a little bit of extra uh, ability to his game, I think. So right now, if Sanderson's going for eight, point, eight years, $8.05 million, Maybe power does sign and maybe it's for eight and a half. That might be a guess, uh, a good guess for me. It's above Sanderson, which he warrants, but not by a crazy amount. The Sabres would be getting a team friendly discount while giving power, you know, a contract worthy of signing early, giving him over $70 million total. 
So maybe the Sabres would even be willing to go over eight and a half million. I, I think, again, I try to put myself in the player's shoes for this. And if I were Power's agent, I'd tell Power, we're not signing for less than nine because you are going to become a nine plus million dollar player. I would tell him you're going to become a 10 plus, but you know for sure you're going to become nine plus. So I wouldn't sign for less than nine. Hey, Sabres, you want a discount? You'll get a million and a half to $2 million discount. Look at Darlene right now. The rumor on Darlene, by the way, that I teased uh, after the whistle with Andrew Peters, Craig Reve, uh mentioned on their podcast, that they've heard Darlene contracts going to come in around eight years, $10.5 million, not too far off what we expected. Um, if that indeed is what ends up happening, $10.5 million. I'm Powers agent. Hey, look what happened with Darlene. You decided to bridge deal him and look what happened. You had to pay him $10.5 million a year. He's worth it. But it's not a team-friendly contract. It's exactly what he's worth. All right. You don't want to pay us $10.5 million in three years? You're going to give us 9.25 right now. That would be my thought process as Powers agent. So how likely are we to get an extension? Let's just say I went from almost a zero in thinking that this could happen two days ago to today. You know, my, my mind is open to it. Maybe in my mind it's like 25%. Uh, I would give it the power signs before the season, but they probably got to do Darlene first. I can't believe they would sign power to an eight-year deal before signing Darlene to an eight-year deal. Priorities. And Darlene's got to be priority one. That's it for us, though, on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Did I miss anything? I think that's it. Uh, again, if you want to reach out to the show, get your voice heard on the show at Lockdown Sabres or on our YouTube channel. Um, next time on the show, I mentioned training camp six days away. I'll have – how many players should I do? Five. My five players – to keep an eye on or to watch for at Sabres training camp. We'll talk Sabres camp next time on the lockdown Sabres podcast, as we inch closer to the Sabres preseason. Um, again, we are really sneaking up on that. We are 17 days away from Sabres preseason, nine days between the first practice and preseason game is usually more um, than I remembered, but uh, can't hurt. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time here on the lockdown Sabres podcast.